Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Hello, welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rock League Podcast, and we give you the whole picture, all right? Not 2%, <laughs> not 1%, but the whole picture. I'm your host, Zero, and I'm joined by Cursor. How's it going, Cursor? How's it going, man? I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, there's another guy here. I don't know if he's going to respond or not. Uh, yeah. There's another guy here. Yo, it's me. It's Wabs. I just Wabs. wanted to say, <laughs> we're not going to expand on this at all, but Lazero oh, no. probably knows. said Free the best answer. joke you... of his life. Listen. <laughs> Listen, if you want to so hear, good. that's the best joke of my life. Hold that's on, it. Okay, straight I'm up, that's one of the best. <laughs> that was one of my favorites. Just full stop. I'm like not even kidding. <laughs> well, we bring you, know you the was? whole okay. show. <laughs> All right, you know what it was. You know, what, you know what it was. It's because it's because I listened to the 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 first part of the um. By the way, Rob and Kyle show that is now at what it's Tim this uh, this month. Mm-hmm. I listened to the first part and Tim had a good segue, like such a great segue. I'm like, and then I ruined it. No, but but regardless, it's like ugh, he's actually challenged me to like, you know, because mm. I used to have a lot of segues. All right. So much so that like I started moving like on my two feet, um, but <laughs> in the air. Anyway, segways. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Uh, so so um, yeah, well, I, I took a took a great joke and then and then, you know, I, instead of leaving the crowd happy, I just kept going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of, I guess getting going, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about Fairy Peak. Be the pile driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about Fairy Peak because uh, he. Uh, we we talked about that French thing. I, I've listened to the first three minutes. Okay, I swear to you, we'll get through this whole video. But I, I I love that I listened to the first three minutes, and I now realize why insanely hard it was for me to listen. Okay, um. Is because there okay? There's two things that, as I was listening, that I realized almost immediately. Mm-hmm. One, um, given the accent that I'm used to listening to in French, uh, it was very different. Um, and he he spoke quite quickly. Um, so that that both those things. And what I mean quickly, I mean I thought he was on two times speed, um, but no, he was a regular speed. And in within three minutes, I feel like he threw a million things at me. So we're gonna. We're going to continue uh, the, this ongoing story of what I learned from this one 10-minute French video uh, throughout the future episodes <laughs> as we continue on. But this is what we know so far, or what I've, what I've, what I've gathered so far. Um, and then I wrote in the chat, and then it disappeared on me. Uh, but Because uh, I refreshed. Um, but what, what the, the first thing was um, is that Fairbanks contract had not actually run out. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Uh, that's what I was going for. Uh, contract's <laughs> not actually up. So um, one of the things like people thought like when he was put to sub or inactive, uh, one of the things like, like his contract is up or, or not the case. Um, but that's that's not really... Uh, yeah, it's not really it. He's still waiting to kind of write out his contract. That's why you don't see him kind of jumping to any new teams right now mm-hmm. uh, while he's inactive. But he is saying that he's kind of planning for the summer. He's hoping there's going to be a lot of teams kind of reforming or making new, and that's, that's one chance he'll get to hop on um that's kind of the first part of it that i really gathered um the second part of it um was uh maybe a very colorful description of some of the recent results 
mm-hmm. and and what I gathered from it uh, more than anything uh, was a lot of people were asking like why was him specifically chosen. Um, but I feel like there's another five minutes of the video left for me to actually answer that question. So, uh, really, I'm just giving you a snippet. Is that okay? Uh, he, he's taste. still on the team till the till, yeah till the summer, and he has to get uh, the yeah. He's just waiting for teams to try out in the summer, and then and then he'll jump on there. Uh, so that's that's your that's your fair peak news or fair peak weather. Whoa, fairy peak weather. Whoo. Um. Anyway. Sorry, I I just I just realized that that I I need to think of now like fairy peak. I need a corner that like relates to weather but uses like peak fairy. Because anyway, uh, I'm try I'm trying to think. I need to think of something and then I'll use it next week. It'll be a recurring segment. So okay. there you go. There's there's our fairy peak update for the week. Um, have I gotten further? No. Um, that's that's but, as far as it's gone. That's as far as it's gone. And I'm gonna be honest. I think I probably could have gone further if we were literally gonna talk about it like right after we were gonna do the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Um. But because we did the pre-show, I knew like within the first two minutes, I'm like, there's no way I'm holding more information at this point anyway. Because <laughs> like 15 minutes are going to pass and then I have to recall something from there, from another language. Uh, so there you go. There's your Fairy Peak update for the week. Uh, yeah. That was an older update that he had put out two weeks ago. How long ago? Did we actually know that? Yeah, yeah it's going to keep going back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is, yeah, this is two weeks. So by okay. the time you get the full the full translation. He'll be on a new this team. Is, <laughs> this is what it's like to watching watching uh, TV shows in other countries where you don't get the sub version or you only get, you know, they, they don't give you the subs. You got to wait for like months until one person decides <laughs> randomly to volunteer it. That's what I feel like right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, any any reactions to that? Yeah. Uh, I think this, I think maybe maybe if I can mm-hmm. add, sorry, sorry, I, there is mm-hmm. one thing I'm kind of recalling here, um, is that clearly like the results just weren't there, yeah. um, and he was saying that it, like the team was great when they were winning, but they were having like once the results stopped happening, they were having a very hard time trying to uh, trying to like recover. Right? It's it's one of those teams mm-hmm. that like they're so dominant, and then when clearly they're not seeing the results, like the three of them were not working together anymore. So. Yeah. The type that's, of thing, team that of hadn't experienced and didn't know how to lose, basically, yes. is what it sounds like. Um, one thing that I'm kind of interested in is, one, why did changing things up make sense um, to me, to be honest, just wanting to change things up when it has to be changed up. But I'm wondering why specifically it happened before the contract was up. Um because you know there's a pretty natural turning point and a natural point for player turnover and that's when your contract is over that's at the end of the season that's whatever whenever you know that natural point happens so i'm wondering why they did this early um and also what is really going to be happening in the summer just like is he going to be doing the normal trying over teams um who he's looking i'll say, for, I'll like say right now because because mm-hmm. i think it's actually quite obvious they didn't make land right yeah i think that's it right like that's beyond that's everything it? Okay, I, I, that's my guess. I don't know if Chris has any other thoughts. Uh, I just I feel like their their time of dominance kind of came to an end, and they were having a hard time uh, as a foursome with their coach uh, trying to adapt to the somewhat new-ish meta. Uh, I would say that it was made apparent to them like a few seasons back. Um, you know, when when the demo meta was kind of made apparent, <clears throat> but that. To the extent at which it has evolved to now, they were having a hard time keeping up because it's almost a hard counter to the playstyle in which they're used to playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were very much, I think, uh, to your point, it's it's a team that um, 
Um, sorry. Absolutely Is this person doing research as he's talking? Wow. <laughs> no, it's almost was... as bad as trying to translate yeah. while listening to that. <laughs> Who would uh, ever do that? Frank was DMing me and he's like, hey, you around? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh yeah, no, I think um I think Wabs was touching on it a bit too. This is this is a team that's like they at one point did possess that world champion mentality, all three of those players, and maybe to some extent, maybe still two of them do. Um, but it's, it's been very hard for them to sort of bounce back and find their footing. You'd see sort of very sporadic results where they'd kind of find themselves again and play comfortably. But as soon as a wrench is thrown in their plans, they were having a very, very hard time adapting. Um, and I think that's kind of a common reoccurrence for a lot of teams Mm. that sort of put all their eggs in one basket, as opposed to, um, studying even further into the game, which I can't even imagine that that level must be maddening, right? Because you're in the top 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 tier in the world so it's like how do you possibly get better than that right Mm -hmm. so they're racking their brains going back to the drawing board trying to figure out what works and i would imagine at some point there's not only a bit of ego that steps in but a bit of just like throwing your hands up like well we're just going to keep trying and see what happens and i kind of feel like that's what this season and sort of half the last half of last season was for them Mm -hmm. um and nothing against them i mean they're absolutely fantastic players but it's clear that the and I don't mean this in any negative way, the average skill level of the Rocket League Pro in this day and age in 2022, you know, season 11 now, um, has definitely risen to a much greater height. And Mm -hmm. the pace at which they play and the strategies they are using are far more advanced than they used to be and are much harder to react to, thus making it harder to adapt on the fly in mid-game like they were kind of Mm -hmm. used to doing at one point. Um, Prime example would be... uh, Taking NRG to a game seven and eight, even though they lost, I mean, that was a hard fight, right? In season eight, when NRG got their world championship title, is like Vitality made them work for it and was adapting at every turn that they possibly could. Um, but I think that's kind of where it started, is like that's kind of where it took the wind out of their sails. And it's sort of been a slight steady decline ever since then. Um, mm-hmm. And because of that, we saw teams like BDS rise up and Queso rise up and get above them and start showing these spectacular performances that there are other teams out there that might just be a bit more hungry and might just be a bit more adaptable to the game. So if you guys can't put in that same amount of effort or you can't wrap your head around the fact you are no longer the best, regardless of how many titles you have, you're going to get left by the wayside. It's the unfortunate Mm -hmm. truth because it is a competitive sport. And at the end of the day, it is also a business. So uh, that's, that's the only thing I had to say on it, but I, you know, I am, I am wishing him the best of luck because he's, he's been one of the, one of the like greatest players that I've ever watched in Rocket League. Honestly, he used to used to idolize Fairy Peak for a very very long time, and I hope uh, hope he lands on his feet wherever he goes. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think. Well, I'll, I'll give Wabs. Do you have any any thoughts on this before we continue on? Um, uh, not necessarily. Like it's honestly yeah. just really good thought. Just overall. <laughs> good job, cursor. Good job. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, uh, so what I like to do, since we're already kind of in the esports thing, I think we'll start with the esports here. Um, what I'd like to do is take a look at. We, we actually did have already. I mean, it feels like already. I guess. I guess we we the last like couple weeks have passed by so quickly, but we are right in the thick of the next uh, mm-hmm. the spring North American regional event number one, which just ended uh, by. I'm not saying brand name sponsors because they're not sponsoring me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but 
which is actually called the ASAP 5G Ultra Cup. That's the official name. That's the <laughs> yeah. um, no. Um, what I will say, it the, it happened, um, and I like to I like to take a look at some of the things that are sticking out to me. Um, number one, and this this is something that feels reoccurring, and maybe maybe to point of the Fairy Peak like changes as well. It's like it feels like trades in general in Rocket League are less risky than any other sport I've seen in my life. Um, what I mean by that is usually when you get a trade, it's it's either a lateral move or an upgrade and not a downgrade. Um, where in I think in a lot of other things, like in a lot, lot of other realities, it's just not. It's just like objectively mm-hmm. worse when you get a trade. Like it takes forever for it to work, like start working. And a Rocket League, I think it actually tends to start working quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, or even throwing a new player in. But uh, maybe one of the big things, the big results here is NRG not even like yep like what even is energy anymore you know like mm-hmm. if we take a look at the first like the very like what is it our um our fall our fall land event they were the north american you know spearhead the uh the representatives and they're they're kind of just gone you know um and also team envy kind of coming out of the gates a little bit and uh, doing a little bit better envy looked Any- really they did look uh really good with uh who was the new one illusion um or mm. who was added trees am i wrong trees is the new player illusion yes. is the new coach uh or no and then and then he went back to a player didn't he yes no. i think i think no, so wait what was it I'm, it's confusing i'm not i can't keep I'm up so confused <laughs> um i think it's There's a lot of changes in the lesson, but, mm-hmm. i think that's that's the team that played that sounds right <laughs> um i'm gonna i'm gonna commit here? to that i'm gonna commit to that committing to uh mysteries and illusion were the ones that were playing they looked very good um genuinely, like they, <laughs> they had some questionable showings but the, you know the teams that they lost to were um complexity who on day one genuinely did just look amazing um and to ghost who was playing so so well there's a reason that energy went 03 partially because of energy partially because you know the ghost change um talking about changes oh. like hawks are on this this team or is it hawks or shock again i can't remember new things because my memory of goldfish hawks are on this team was so <laughs> good <laughs> it was so good um and you know i made that prediction as kind of a a, a throwdown or um, just a, mm-hmm. a yeeting it out there into the world. Um, <laughs> and, you know, for people in the Discord, they, some of you might have saw it. Um, in that initial initial game, the Energy Ghost, I did predict Ghost winning. And it, it was very much correct. Like, Ghost is very, very <laughs> good right now. The teams they lose to are G2 and Space Station, both kind of convincingly. But if they maintain this and with this new, uh, new Hawks are on the roster... Um, if they maintain the showing and just get a little bit better and more comfortable together, I could see them vying for a strong position in top five, um, mm. potentially with the V1, um, V1 NV ish thing that's going on. Uh, yeah. Honestly, this Lion Blaze Shaw Coxer team is just such a like melding of names from like past teams I recognize. It is. <laughs> of like of those, they're definitely those like. Not not the teams necessarily dominating, but the teams that like you have to watch out for. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, Hawk, Hawks are being on the birds, if you remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the birds-peeps rivalry from years back now. 
yep. um, that we covered on our show. We got we got we got Sonic's an afterthought, right? For uh, for Shock and um, Xset, right? Is that is that right for? That's oh no no it was it was just uh it was just uh, seventy two PC sorry seventy two PC that's one yeah Lion Blaze there you go so yeah nice nice kind of like a mixture of names that we like to see that have all combined to create this new thing you know mm-hmm. um the, in Ghost Gaming just it feels like the Oregon Rocket League that literally like can't move on to the afterlife you know it just keeps coming back <laughs> something is tethering it to to the Rocket League uh, game so. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm just excited to see, and, and they definitely look like, like if they can keep this kind of success right going forward, then uh, they're gonna look like big players, not just the team that you always felt like. Oh, here's Ghost Gaming, middle of the table. Um, it, it feels like this could actually be a team of the contenders. That's exciting. Um, yeah, big results for Space Station as well. Uh, mm-hmm. They kind of seem to be back into it, which is great. Uh, it was you know. weird and scrappy in the end. I will say that. There was a lot of scrappy games just generally on the final day. Um, Space Station made it work, but I don't know if it was the best showing from any of the teams. I'm going to put that out there. Yeah, I don't. Really I think. Good. I mean, this yeah. is always true. I think after LAN as well. I think there's mm-hmm. like a lot of teams take a break, so you're kind of seeing that as well. Um, can I just like quickly point out that the the upper bracket against G- G2 against Phase Clan had um, four OTs in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. so if you're talking about scrappy, yeah, there you go. But G2, I think G2 kind of riding a little bit the high of, of winning land is, is definitely keeping that momentum going. But yeah, uh, they had a nice, uh, pretty much a full set, <laughs> pretty much, um, with, with the, with the, what's it called? Amount of timeouts or amount of overtime. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. With, uh, with the final. So yeah, G2 cool. takes it space station, second phase clan, third, uh, ghost gaming fourth. So, uh, there's kind of our, our current standing. So we'll see. And like we say, uh, with all these regionals, it's like, it's the consistency over the three regionals that kind of lead us to know who's going to be the best going into land. So mm-hmm. hopefully we see that kind of going forward. Yeah. I, uh, if I could jump in for a second, for sure, for sure, for sure. It's, it's slightly related and sort of a jab at he who shall not be named. I do find it odd that he releases a very, um, biased, uh, statement that we had mentioned. I believe it was on the last episode or the one before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's quite synonymous with the fact that energy success has kind of plummeted in that time frame. <laughs> uh, I just, I just wanted to point that out. I just want, I just figured it'd be a, a cute little nod to, uh, you know, as long as his team's winning, I'm, I'm sure he loves the game. But it seems as though when his team is losing, that the game is bad and uh, does not have longevity. I just, I yeah. found that <laughs> just, just a little bit, you know. Listen, I, I can't talk to anyone who's uh, sold out for, for a website that has a number in its name. Oh my, uh, the big bank. Um, oh my. Yeah, he he he's uh you listen, listen, that's all I'm gonna say, okay. <laughs> um <laughs> anyway. Uh moving on. Um so yeah, that's that's kind of results here. Uh we have the I think we have the EU regional coming up soon, so that'll, that'll be interesting to see how you kind of shapes up after all this. Um, you know, and uh yeah, exciting things in esports. Mm-hmm. I think we can actually continue on though, because I do have some other topics to talk about if you guys are ready. Um I I half wanna make a big call out to the sea okay so there was this one daniel pass by space station of course daniel on the sidewall passes it out to arsenal who's pre-jumped and everybody's freaking out because it was really cool it was an amazing goal i think it made it to the highlight thing on the final day um Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure it was against phase clan i'm not entirely sure though really good goal it was super cool 
pre-jumping is always fun. They were vibing. They were kind of a little bit up. It wasn't a super important goal, but it was still a, a really cool goal regardless. Everybody's talking about Arsenal pre-jumping this goal. And anybody who watched it knows which one I'm talking about. But even in the replay, nobody uh, or it didn't include Daniel's pass, which was one of like it was such a good pass because what he did is off that wall he was no boost he i think he ended up like either just collecting or taking a challenge i'm not sure goes up the wall triple wall dashes perfectly maintains that gets a, a flip reset past one i think and then arsenal's just random he's just pre-jumped does a little bit of work he does his own thing whatever cool but that pass by daniel was so good <laughs> and nobody talks about it um, i needed to put this out there <laughs> It was so good. It was such a good pass. Oh, that's, that's my the little hero of the unsung heroes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Wabs, you know, making making the people known. Um, People's champion. He believes in bot, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Bottom up writing of history. So, um, which is good. Which is good. Uh, so, um, yeah. With that, we're going to continue on here. Um, the next thing I want to mention is: Have you guys been playing the? Uh, the uh, knockout bash called? oh the heck battle yes Royale, the rock league battle Royale. um oh. i saw someone post a video about this um and yeah it, it, it's it's at that point where i'm like i wish it wasn't a temporary mode because i think i'm actually invest more time in it if that makes sense mm-hmm. like i i i played it a couple times but i'm not like so invested at this point that i'm like yes let me practice and play it as much as possible um but yeah what did you think of it cursor uh actually a couple things and i do have a small story i think we may or may not have discussed at the end of the last episode i totally forgot it was the at the end yeah it was. Uh, it was so good it's totally worth talking about but mm-hmm. my initial take on it um solid solid game mode it's fun i know there's a lot of naysayers and haters out there like we asked for something new and this is what you give us it's like man you are just thankless nothing pleases you go touch something grass has- get out of your mom's choosers, you know? yeah like <laughs> Like, they give you something new, original, awesome, something that's never been done before, ever, right? And it's it, it shows, like, the possibility of staying and being a returning thing. More mm-hmm. so than the Halloween ghost ball, whatever the yeah. heck that was. Which Honestly, I thought was cool, heat seeker. Unique, but... Uh, yeah. I say it's better than Heatseeker. That's a hot take. I'm going to say it. Okay, that, that's Wab's take. But as far, <laughs> as far as we can tell in the community, Heatseeker is still very much a thing that we'd even like to see like a competitive mode around. I'm not speaking for everybody. I just... Or at least Reddit comments, right? Yes, yeah, like, I would agree. Yeah. Like Reddit comments, things like that, things I've seen. It's just like the, mm-hmm. like Heatseeker was taken very well. Um, <laughs> it was. And, and I think at first, and I'll use this to transition into my story about it, um, that uh, it's... People are always afraid and very... Um, objectional to new and different things they don't fully understand right it's just it's the common fear of human nature it's just like i don't know what that is it must be bad i don't like it not the things i know it's not what i'm comfortable with right and i think if we stop doing that as a community in rocket league you'd find like there's actually a lot of really cool stuff um that exists currently and a lot of cool things that may come but i digress on that point um continuing on though uh i just love the fact that you keep getting put in these situations on these unique maps where it's like, you feel like you got a wave dash, but you don't, and you end up using an ability, and now there's two ability counters instead of one, like there's in Rumble. Uh, you only gain boost when you're on a surface. Um, you can be flung way out into the middle of space and still make it back if you know how to like appropriately control your car and utilize like the limited boost and the power-ups at your command. It's kind of fun. Um, 
and seeing some in like much higher players than myself, people with like nice titles, white titles, blue titles, like absolutely go ape and just destroy people in the most creative way is, is so much fun. Even when it happens to me, <laughs> um, I've definitely ran into a, a few people leaving names out and was just like, wow, <laughs> like getting so much better, <laughs> so much better, but this is poggers. And something I noticed is that uh, the game mode does not have a time limit. So for those of you who are older gamers who remember the days of like Halo 2 and canceling joining the map, you could essentially make a lobby semi-permanent for as long as the map was being canceled. It would never fully load the game and everyone would just be stuck in that perpetual, well, there's enough players, we're going to load you into the map. But if somebody objects, it wouldn't load everyone into the map until everyone was ready. So all you had to do was like tape down your X button essentially on your controller and everyone was boned. (laughs) So in this instance, if nobody goes to like, demo each other in the game the game could be infinite um using that segueing into my my story here um not floating on two feet i uh <laughs> i brought messy in our, our community member messy and was like dude you gotta try this new mode like this is it's, it's awesome like i'm having fun with it i've played a few games like i think you might like this we go in first game and as I described, everyone's who's not comfortable or accustomed to something, they're like, oh no, it's kind of lackluster, I don't like it. I'm like, okay, well, give it a chance. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> just give what it a chance. What have you unleashed upon these <laughs> casual lobbies? <laughs> just, just, just give it a chance. Like, calm down. Like, don't set your expectations too high. Like, just enjoy it for what it is, right? And a little bit of backstory before I continue on that, right, is like, this was a very, like, dedicated team of developers like a group that specifically worked on this for some time to include uh the guy who was the lead map designer on it for one of them you'll notice if you look sort of top down at the map it looks similar to that of like a skull and the influence of that is from the sugar skull from the the day of the dead um more celebrated in um in spanish culture and uh he he got the influence from a project uh, one of his kids did for school where he was mm-hmm. talking about the day of the day or he or she, I forget if it was his son or daughter um, and was like, you know, I love like the Aztecan theme. And like, I saw my child do this and was just totally inspired and just had to make a map around it. Cause I just, I love it. It's awesome. It's so cool. And it was so wholesome to hear that like a developer really put a piece of themselves into this. So it kind of like, mm-hmm. like having seen that, that, uh, that video that they threw up on their YouTube and like gotten a little more insight into what went into it. Like I didn't really go in there expecting it to be like the next ranked three V three. I was just like, this is something fun and awesome and creative that like the devs poured their heart into to give us something new and different, you know, and for what it is, it's a lot of fun. Uh, that being said, we went into this game, um, (laughs) and and the meta is kind of to sort of play, Oh, you can't catch me. And like sort of hide on the side walls for most Mm -hmm. of the platform because it's played on elevated platforms and you can drive on everything like the sidewalls, the platforms kind of sort of under some of these bridges on one um, but eventually you'll fall because you know gravity and stuff but but if you hit the ground you're just you're donezo or if you get knocked way out into the distance and you can't make it back you're donezo right because you fall into the ground or if you get knocked so far out or when it comes to sudden death and there's only a couple people alive and I think it hits the five or six minute mark it's treated more like Smash Brothers. Uh, so you know where I'm going with this. It's treated like Smash Bros. Melee or Smash Bros. in general, where everyone is now sudden death. Like if you were to flick a pebble at them, they're going to skyrocket out of the arena into the death bubble Amazing. and you are just done. Yeah. Right. And everyone gets three lives. So even if 
there's, you know, I think it's eight in a lobby and it's a free for all. So one V one V one V one V do the math numbers, things, 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 right. Uh Um, that, uh, there could be six people watching two people doing this for a half hour, depending on how good they are more, maybe. And we got into this like almost 20 minute long match where for like several minutes, we're sitting there. It's me, messy and this other guy. And there's four raised platforms, and that's the map. There's like a couple of spike pillars you can throw people into, but there's just four spike or uh, four normal square platforms in a square pattern. And we all are on our own uh, our own platform, just being like, "So, uh, what now? <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna go? Like, what's going down here?" And uh, I th- I believe it was messy because some of the people were getting impatient, like, "Come on, do something!" You guys scared? And we were just like, "No, just." <laughs> what's what's the move come on like trying to bait each other and I, th- I think it was messy and the other guy coming to like well we could do like rocks paper scissors uh, everyone immediately in agreement is like yes rocks paper scissors <laughs> so we always we would always we picked uh, i think we started with myself and the random opponent who had i think it was uh three lives three lives or two, two lives. lives two lives two lives um <laughs> and we go up first and it, we use the neutral party to do the countdown so there's no bias right and the whole thing is uh, it's best based off like the merit system the honor system like you you want to type your answers out at the same time not like wait for your opponent to type their answer and then type the counter being a, a cheese like 300 cringe. words per minute type yeah, over yeah <laughs> like, so so it's just you know three two one go and then the two people involved in rock paper scissors just immediately type up their answer right it's like pre-typed and all you gotta do is hit enter right mm-hmm. and it's super super simple i beat this guy get a life off him and failed miserably for about 30 seconds trying to eat him off the map this is pretty hilarious <laughs> uh, even though he was sitting still <laughs> let's not get into that um and then it was and then i believe it was uh messy versus him messy one and then it came down to messy and i and then messy one again <laughs> and we did this because messy and i both only had a singular life so we could either like him knowing we were uh partied up into this game mode and we were probably not going to betray each other it's like we can either team up on you or we can do this rocks paper scissors thing like you know you 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 fuse like like what do you want to do so it ended up being this wholesome funny thing that lasted like 20 minutes and i just i had a grand old time doing it and i strongly recommend it to anybody out there just looking for something different to just go have fun and you know maybe demo the heck out of some other players <laughs> amazing yeah in, uh, in this game mode they can't get mad at you because it's literally the point of the game yeah literally <laughs> actually the no, no 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 you you're no longer you're 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 supposed to actually take pleasure from them yes. being mad at you for yes. taking them out of the game. <laughs> yes, exactly. As opposed to you trying to play the like continue to shoot the ball, uh, so you can just keep doing that. Keep the snowball, just like the Matrix. Or There's throwing no them off the map, grabbing and dragging. Uh, but there you go. Um, yeah. yeah, Wabs. Any 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 things about this new mode? Um, I have a couple things about this new mode. I think it's very fun. I think it's very not fun if you take it seriously, which is probably why a lot of people aren't having fun with it. They're taking it too seriously. I yeah, because it's rock, paper, scissors with eight players and it's a free for all. And if you're really trying to win, then honestly, I'm not trying to police how people play games, but you're probably just playing it wrong. Just enjoy the game. It's stupid. There's literally no rank points. It doesn't matter. Go in, go and demo people, go and hit people, go grab people. Don't try and have a meta. Don't try and do all that stuff. Like, be good. Have fun with it, but have fun with it. <laughs> you, you know what we need, Cursor? Be whimsical. We need the uh, the death bit in uh, Hyrule Temple from Smash Bros. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. When, yeah. when it's yes. easy for you getting knocked out, instead of getting knocked out, you all go into like this mm-hmm. I don't, cave or something. Yep. And you're all just flying around like crazy. Basically <laughs> yep. bouncing between two surfaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and yes. let me say, even with the death pit in Smash Bros., it just gets more fun as you get more more or as you get better at the game because like now there's actual teching now there's so many things that you can do and you have control over the things and but random players can still have like, have a chance and it's just so so fun and that's what this game mode is it's like you can be good you can be wave dashing you can have proper uh, mechanics you can be maintaining speed you can know all of Except the you can't wave dash. okay you can't wave dash uh, yeah, like dashing. <laughs> you have four so, flips i think you're good yeah, you have four flips. It's fine, um, and like you can maintain speed. You can be aware of what the opponents are doing and being like, you know what, this guy only just grabs. So let me just punch him. Um, like you can do all of that and think about it. But if you're taking it super seriously and getting mad that you're losing or getting mad that somebody's focused, like all of that, just have fun with it. Like genuinely, just just have fun with it. Um, and segueing into it because for some reason this is the the episode about segways. Um, <laughs> Part, part of the problem with this game mode s-e-u-g-u-e okay Segway. a transitional phrase not a transitional device for someone to not stand a, up and move great not distances. a tm not a trademark <laughs> uh, so part of the problem that i have with people playing the game is the people who are just hiding on the sidewall because at that point you're not playing the game like you're literally not playing the game yeah um and you know that's just kind of it it's it's not gonna it doesn't seem fun i wouldn't want to do it it's not fun for the people that are looking down on you being like well we'll come up we i'm not gonna go down there because you know i I literally can't hit you off (laughs) on the contrary there are people who are getting hip to that and getting very good at going down and attacking on the walls on the side walls which is amazing i was a victim to that at some point and also took some people out and made them my victims at some point (laughs) but but it's it's definitely much harder, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just kind of is a problem with Battle Royales, generally, where it's like, you know, play the... Uh, what is it? Um, it's called third-partying in BRs. Where you no, not even third-partying. And then just wait till everyone's weak to come in and steal all the glory. See, you think that that's the, the good way to play it, but that's actually wrong. In, in a fully... <laughs> so, you're right in some BRs. In a fully um, equalized BR like this, where... You get no um, no benefit for actually doing anything. Um, like in other BRs, you get guns, you get weapons, you get whatever else. Uh, cool. This, you get nothing. You literally just have the chance to lose a life and play game theory. You just play the game theory. Don't fight. And then you have a 50-50 chance to win at the end. You either do or you don't. Um, and that's, you know, the game doesn't not promote this. It kind of, or it doesn't, what's the word? What's the word for opposite of promoting? Is there a way yeah it doesn't dissuade anybody from doing that um in the way that like let's take apex for example fighting you can upgrade your shield you get better weapons you get all of these things and you can't not punish or, yeah <laughs> Sorry. yeah you get punished but you can't upgrade your upgrade your shield if you're not actually shooting at a at, a, at an opponent um there's no way to do that mm, there is so too red um <laughs> Unless you're going in and stealing it, but it's, again, yeah, like, I was say there is. If yeah. someone else has, you find it in death crate, but yeah, it's on death crates. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, like you just have no way to um, dissuade people from not playing the game. So the only way to do it is like kind of as a community, just playing the game. That's it. Just play the game. 
<laughs> I'm not uh, mad. The game. Yeah, um, just play the game. Have fun with it. That's it. That's my rant. Mabs, um, you, I just <laughs> had a serious deja vu because 100 percent we've had an episode where we kept saying play the game. Play the game. <laughs> um amazing okay i think we'll continue on with that um if you have any other reactions or that obviously let us know in the discord what you think of it um and now we are going to move on uh to a newly dubbed corner it's been a while since we have designated corners uh but we have you know in this episode we are the fairy peak um weather update mm-hmm. and then we have uh tim's corner okay yep. Uh, yep. now i realized that the weather update uh, does not have a corner in it I'm, it's a working title. Um, so Tim's Corner uh, will be, because Tim has, for whatever reason, decided to actually become a producer and continue to give uh-huh. us topics. Um, and it's actually funny because he's getting mad at me because he has to wait every six hours before he can post a new one. Um, and it's precisely for this reason that I have done this uh, for our sanity. It's like you have to be committed enough to post every six hours if you want to spam us. And that's what he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, I've chosen two questions here that that kind of work i think in different ways um the ones that stuck out to me and we have a whole lot of them that that will work but here's the first one from tim who's obviously been our show and is on the uh, most recent robin kyle show on the patreon um if you're going to coach a rlcs team what drills would you have them running in practice and why Mm-hmm. um so i like to say right away uh trust falls uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> going out for hikes no yeah. I, i'm joking but i mean team building exercises and like having some kind of routine together would be good in general uh, but yeah i think he's maybe thinking a little more specific in in the actual practice uh, i don't know if either of you have ideas maybe i'll throw this one out there because i know i did this a couple times and a lot of people do recommend it doing some two-on-ones mm-hmm. um, and the basic idea is to just get some passing going um waiting for the 50 to happen or, or doing a 50 that gets it to your teammate and then letting your teammate score like you mm-hmm. should be able at some point to be able to do that and punish players who challenge like that really easily so yeah doing some two-on-ones is i think a pretty good one mm-hmm. um but yeah any any ideas here okay i have a handful okay start with i, me. I have thought about this question um so obviously two-on-ones are very important just very very important actually because it does the attacking but it also more importantly does defending where Mm. especially in the somewhat more modern meta um there's a lot of double committing quote unquote uh where two people will go up on the ball go for a shot and then um you have to guess which one's hitting it (laughs) yeah yeah, you have to guess which one's hitting it but what that does is it it puts two players technically out um and often this doesn't end up in a proper 2v1 scenario but it it can um, so you really want to be aware of that possibility, be really set up, uh, for that third man to be able to not like to defend the two. Can, can I just say, can I just mm-hmm. say, and, and like to that point, it's like, it's one of the worst feelings of the game where it's like, you need to make a save, but someone else is about to go for it and they're going to beat you to it. So like there are points mm-hmm. in the time of the game where you literally have to guess whether he's going to let it go or whether he's going to redirect it. Yep. Um, yeah. Because I think it's exactly those scenarios that, that it's a big part of this drill. Mm-hmm. And that that is so so important to on the other end practice that two v or one v two defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that having the opposite direction would also be good. Uh, having a one v two offense, weirdly, um, just to see how that could work. If somebody could do this, um, give them full reign of the field, like go for the flipper set, go for all the stuff, whatever. Um, ha- take as much time as you want. Pretty much have full boost and see if you can score. It works with the demo or the. Um, defensive rotation of the two and then it also just warms up mechanics of the one um to you know do all of the fancy things that they're they're feeling 
keep in mind this is pro level um yeah yeah this would do not like if you're practicing i'm gonna be honest the the two on one like two attacking one on defense is probably a lot more helpful the lower level like the lower your skill level go goes the more helpful that is because it's it's literally practicing passing which is a skill that no diamond knows so there you go yes (laughs) (laughs) and that's why i bring it up for the defender for pro level um Something else is I think just generally 2v2s uh, with either the, the sub or the coach or somebody else. Um, again, with pretty clear, like segmented things that you're doing, um, either with one team very actively passing, the other defending, like not just a straight 2v2, one with intention where you're spending that time basically as a scrim doing something that you're trying to train. Um that I think is very, very important. Uh, you would get used to each other, get used to each other as a team, get used to each other with the way that you move, the way that you defend, what you you would hopefully spend this time like also looking at the, your teammates and being like, what mistakes are they making on offense, on defense, as an opponent, as a teammate, all of these things. What mistakes am I making? Very cohesive, hope, ideally, very cohesive working together to make every, every single player better. Um, a f- Final one, and I'll I'll stop for now. After this, um, is I was watching Les' video a couple days ago um, mm-hmm. about his. Oh, I forget what it's called. It's it's entirely it's a game mode that's um, designed around having the ball in one side of the field or the other. Um, it, it yeah, that's it. You just have the ball on one side of the field, or and you get points if. The ball is on your side of the field you lose your your points and it's kind Wait, of like a health mm-hmm. are, are you talking about possession in the rocket league is that <laughs> oh is my that God, what yes. you're talking about yes. Whoa. So, <laughs> yes so very specifically this is an amazing way to do it um and you know you have to have the whole setup of uh custom games for it but i was watching it and it's an incredible game mode for this because of uh, it's amazing 50 practice. It's really good pass out of defense. It's really good maintenance of offense. You can do it with boost or without, without, I would probably say that just have the infinite boost. It doesn't really matter. Um, The rotations that you're doing, like it's such a good warm up. It's such a good thing. And I never would have thought about it, but seeing it is, it's an idea. It's a really good idea. So I think that that one would be, um, kind of extremely useful <laughs> yeah no, they're for sure. so good at it they're so good <laughs> yeah totally not fanboying over there it's okay no not at all not at all no, totally, no, never. no this isn't even fanboy this is general pros are so good <laughs> at maintaining pressure and just keeping it up like oh what is a general pro like what is that literally name one that's a general <laughs> It, the idea is that anyone who has even l- licked the boots of our LCS uh, is able yeah. to do this. Yes. Mm. And they'll just get better. And this is, you know, a way to make it better. And it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, Kirsten. Um, from my experience with, like, competitive gaming, one of the things I really enjoyed doing, um, working with a team, was... Um, uh, playful banter and friendly competition. <clears throat> so setting aside, like picking a teammate or two, going into pubs um, or ranked play or whatever it is, and setting personal goals for each of you to achieve. And whoever achieved their goal was like 
the one, right? Like, haha, I won. You stink. But it was all it was all playful banter. It was never meant to demean. Although um, at times it can sound heated. It's more. It's just it's competitive talk, right? It's driving mm-hmm. each other's competitive spirit to push towards a specific goal in order to perform under pressure. Uh, I, f- I found it to be a very useful thing, and I think this could be very useful in the Rocket League scene. I'm not sure how much it is done, but considering how many rank play videos these guys chew out, even though they're the, most of the ones that are incredibly relevant usually sit top 100 or top 50 at least, um, I'm pretty sure they do this on the reg just, just for mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> so, um, it's definitely something I found personally that helped tremendously. Uh, I had a buddy of mine, shout outs to my boy Connor, um, who used to be our uh, SMG player on our COD team, and I was the uh, a- the uh, AR player. So sometimes we'd swap roles and be like, "Oh, you'll never beat my, uh, you know, my my frag record on SMG. Like I'm just a better SMG." It's like, "Oh yeah," and like you know, it's like small little things like that. Or uh, you know, I'm gonna beat you with your own weapon. Like let's both play assault rifles this game, and I'm gonna get more more frags than you. It's like, no, you won't. No way, bro. Absolutely not. It's never happening. Never, never, never once in your dreams. No way. And you set like these small goals to just sort of boost morale and you kind of cover a couple of these that you touched on there where it's like team building exercise, um, you know, sort of uh, pushing one another to grow exponentially as opposed to just, you know, sitting there like, okay, uh, I'm going to go here. I'm going to do this like that. That's more of the, I've always seen that more of the, the, the smallest portion when you're, when you're building strats and things like that, it really only takes so much time before you're kind of just talking until you're blue in the face. Like players at that level understand the concept so well. It's just like, okay, give us yeah. the, like, give us like the stick figure drawing, the root plan, and then we'll practice it over time. And that's what scrims are for, right? Is you start practicing these, these techniques, mm-hmm. these, these plans of execution, these things against other quality tier players of your skill level so that you can improve and then develop play styles that are harder to beat. Right. But like, I think it's probably like the one I'm stuck on in terms of just what drills. Uh, it's, I mean, like Lazaro was saying, like team building exercises, man. Like, yeah. Like if you're going to be competing for large sums of money with these people, you need to treat it as if you're rooming with your friend and not get irritated at them because you're spending every day with them, but learn more about them so you can learn to avoid their triggers and learn to help pick them up when they're down and learn to mm-hmm. challenge one another and be better as a cohesive unit. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, you all want the same thing. So why not bring out the best in each other? I think that's probably the most important thing when it comes to competitive gaming that is completely overlooked. And everyone thinks mm-hmm. it's skill, 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 mechs, 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 strats, strats, strats. That's like You can't do all those things if you're not working well with the people on your team. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just, We've it's seen a- so many teams in Rocket League like over the past couple of years. So many teams that have you know, thrived and failed entirely on team dynamics. Right. And team cohesion. And, and like shouts out to our friend Prof over on KCP, like mm-hmm. out there like helping lead the charge, you know, in a in a very important role in a very um in a very like prominent esports org, like helping remind people like mental health is important, especially on a competitive level, and helping, you know, these players suss this stuff out and work together well. They look, they're first showing at a land, they were able to take on the quote unquote best team in the world coming from the last land and bring them to, you know, final game in the series. Like, mm-hmm. like mentality is literally everything. You could be the most lackluster mechanical player in the game, aka Turbo Posa, and still <laughs> win four world championships. It is doable. You have to have the mentality. Honestly, I think it's the most important drill before you even start tackling other drills. So make that like a daily part of your routine. Like it shouldn't even be a drill. It should be what you eat, sleep, and breathe 
all the time with your team. Like just yeah. be better to one another and drive each other to be the best versions of yourselves. But if we're talking technical, I mean, challenge each other to, to trick stuff. You know what I mean? Like, Oh dude, I hit a, a triple flip reset today. Like I, I think to the point you and I made um, some episodes back about like slumping or kind of like getting out of your comfort zone, it promotes that, um, that challenge, that growth within yourself to, to take on something. And when you accomplish it, you feel good and you ride that for a while. You could use that energy to, to learn something else or to play better at your, you know, at your current tier against other players. And, and maybe you see improvement there. Like there, there's a lot you can do with that energy and that mindset. Mm -hmm. I would, I would advise like maybe work on mechanical drills, like push yourself to those limits, like just see just how good and skillful quote unquote you can be. Right. In terms of like the, what you can do with your car and the ball and the pitch, because there's no other factors. You, you, you have the players, the boost, the ball, the pitch, like that's it. That's all there is to it. So as long as you can master all of those things in that realm, like like these players have, you, you play just on a whole other level. Right, and that's why we have this whole rank system. But I'm going on a tangent, so I'll I'll, I'll digress. But that's that's really the only two major like drills I would probably have that team run um, mm -hmm. in terms of like practice and run in practices, push each other and and push each other to be a bit better every day, not just mentally but like physically. Like what like what kind of what kind of cool stuff can you bang out today? Like Justin, hey, yo, let me. I want to see a I want to see a ceiling wobble dash. You know, flip reset, double tap, go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just using him as an example because he's he's just one of those players where it's like it's probably within the realm of his possibility if he hasn't already done it. So, just that's what I would do. Yeah, I mean, this made me like think back to um, like in some sense, I think Rocket League has the benefit that people have like the ability to limitedly, almost unlimited time practice by yourself. The fact that you can have automated essentially practice. Uh, yep. means that a lot of the drills don't have to be set up like you can set them up for yourself individually mm -hmm. which is a nice thing um because i'm just thinking of like you know some of the teams that were on, i was on in overwatch where like the, the figuring out what's the best way to practice in overwatch without just scrimming yeah was in yeah. itself a skill but like in rocket league every individual player can get better by themselves without having other people mm -hmm. which i was I think, gonna say on mm -hmm. this point um one thing that i would expect to be, to be a major point of uh, you know being a coach is literally just getting good at setting up um, very specific training packs. That's kind mm -hmm. of it. Like having not having the pro themselves that have to go through that. Them just being like, "Hey, I want to practice this," um, and you're like, "All right, here's a training pack with like 50 shots." <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Maybe yeah, he okay. bases that off of like things they failed in replays recently, things like that. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that being a thing. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's another thing, right? Reaper reviews and, and all that stuff can, can be a good kind of. I think I think the important thing as well is like if you if you have some dedicated time, let's just say it's two hours or four hours a day, where you're spending with the team doing something specific, like you should do stuff that isn't always necessarily just playing. Um, and I think that's why replay reviews or even strategy discussion sometimes, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, might be a good good switch up. Um, just talking about like how we're feeling what are the things that we're doing better than other teams or some of the things you're noticing from other teams that we could we could implement um just so it's not always monotonous you know i think that's actually a big big help if it's uh if it's other stuff um sure just making it making it different uh because you know there's only 
I mean, at some point you have to just play and practice to get better. And that's, that's a skill in itself, right? You shouldn't have to be motivated. You shouldn't always have to be fancy for you to do it. But, um, but sometimes it's nice to have that change. So you can just think about it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I think with that, uh, wow, that question went longer than I thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maybe, maybe we can do this one uh, a little bit more quickly. Um, what are top three things in RL that seem like a good idea and concept or terrible in execution? Um, I'm going to go first. All right. Do I'm going to, I'm going to take the lead on this one. Uh, number one. And sorry, I, I'm going to include RL esports. Is that all right? Actually, tell me if that's all right. Or should I do specifically Rocket League? I don't the game? think. Yeah, I would say RL esports is fine as well. I like okay, that. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, encompassing for sure. Yeah. Okay. Getting rid of uh, weekly games, like the weekly season. I, I mm-hmm. now that we're, we're like so far removed from it, I very much would like to go back to that because I think it would. <laughs> It would make for developing storylines you could follow like week by week, and eventually you just wouldn't watch the games of the teams you're not interested in. That would be fine. Um, that's that's kind of my view on it. Um, or you could watch all of them and, and do that every weekend. But yeah. but like that's that's kind of I think I think at this point I much prefer that format over like a, like yeah. American like Monday Night Football that kind of stuff. Like it's I've, like you, literally yeah. every sports league, you know, yeah. like, like every traditional sport in the world has like a Monday night, a Friday night, a Sunday night. Like there's like a dedicated night, and like all the teams play. Like yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. It would, you, it, you know, I, I would even talk at work. Like yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't even have to say like it has to be one night. You know, it could be two nights a week or something. But sure. that's fine with me as long as it's consistent as just like a weekly thing that happens for ten weeks or, or twelve mm-hmm. weeks or whatever. Yep. Um, and then, and then it can build to the land the same way. It would just be, it just be like that. It just be. We uh, want league system. play. Yeah, <laughs> okay, that's number one. Number two, um, hit boxes. All right. And once again, this is the thing I switched on this, and I'm going to harp on it again because I know I talked about it last week. But mm-hmm. um, I was someone who hated the idea that everything was a different hitbox in the beginning, but now I want to go back to everything being unique. So that's that's the second one, <laughs> and the mm-hmm. third one, and this time. I want to see if I can even find something. Good idea and concept, but terrible execution. I think... I, I feel like there's something screaming at me that would be good here. Okay. Because I, wa- I want to stay true to the question. Do you have something, Cursor, that sticks out to you? I have two. Um, I do have a good one, actually. Uh, I do. Um, while good on paper was kind of poor in execution, and this isn't a shot at Psionix or Epic... Uh, the item shop and the blueprint system. I, mm. I I appreciate what they did with it. I appreciate taking gambling out of the hands of kids and marketing them for money, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I I do appreciate what they tried to do there. Uh, I do appreciate by setting their own prices for items, it helped normalize the items in the community, which of course is going to anger the trade community. Well, this item was worth $40 before, but now you're saying it's worth 10. Like, where? Like, dude, like get over it. It's a, it's a false value. You put on an item created by them. The intellectual property belongs to them. If they deem it's worth a certain currency, it's like, like get over yourself. Like no one cares. Right. It's completely cosmetic. At that point, it's you're you're just you're being a diva over something that's really a, a, a niche thing. It's more about being bougie. Like my car is the coolest looking car because I say that titanium white looks cool. When someone else might be like, I think orange is the coolest color. Like what? Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think that keeping. I, I guess where I'm going with this is the way in which they failed that. That seemed like a great concept, but was kind of terrible in execution. Is like the average price for some of what would be deemed cool. It's like kind of high. 
Yeah. Like I, get, I get we went free to play now, and like this is kind of where you're making your money. It's help keeping the servers up and pay all the people to keep working on this game and work on the next title and keep your servers. Like I, I get that. I do get that. 100%, which is why I don't really have a qualm about you occasionally being like, this is a $20 pack. Like, okay, I get it. Like, I'm a fan. I'm supportive of you guys. I like your game. Like, y'all need to eat and pay your bills too. But like the average blueprint I find, even for just like a very rare, right? I'm seeing it go for an upwards of like, you know, 800 to 1,000. And I'm like, what? like really? You're charging me like eight bucks to make this one thing I might use for like a week? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like maybe I use it once. Eight bucks? Like that's kind of steep. And in the world of where we're kind of blind to the fact that we're just, it's too easy to make microtransactions and not hold yourself accountable for the money that you're spending out of your bank account. It's like that adds up fast for people who are kind of victim to that, that model. Like they're like, they want the next cool thing or they want to support psionics, but they get lost in that. And they realize, Oh my God, over the last year, maybe I'm not talking about myself, maybe back when crates existed, but, (laughs) but like some of these people, it's like, Oh my God, I've spent like, $2,000 this year on cosmetics. Maybe it's time to tone it back a bit because that is a bit much. Because realistically, how many of them are you actually using? Right? It's fun to build a collection and have a bunch of things you can show off to people and be like, I got this, I got that, titles, whatever. Right? But like, I just feel it was poor execution. We're we're getting kind of teetering that edge of like, who's going to pay for, you know, a a set of like clown wheels, like 12 bucks? (laughs) Like, yeah. Just because of the sole fact that there are people, they're going to do it. And the fact that so many people buy into it encourages them to keep doing that kind of stuff. So it's, I don't know. I don't know, man. That's kind of like my my spicy take on it. I think it was a fantastic idea and concept. And I wouldn't say it was terrible in execution, but it definitely could have been done a little bit better. Yep. There you go. Mm -hmm. It's funny that you mentioned like terrible in execution because I have something, a change that like, I thought it's a, it's the opposite of this question, but I'm going to say it really quickly because it came to my mind that I thought was going to be terrible, then actually turned out to be really good. Um, was the casual changes to actually have like mm. uh, people people be punished for leaving? Yeah, I yeah. think it's made casuals way better. So um, oh, yeah. I initially was like, "This is kind of dumb." Well, maybe not dumb. <laughs> maybe maybe I thought. Wait, you you think it makes it worse? Uh, just okay. Uh, very just shortly. Like I won't do a cursor rant, but like, yeah, you ever you ever run into those games where it's like you're having fun, you're playing a decent game, you're playing against a team. Let's say it's two v two, and one guy and the other team's trying to play, and the other guy's just being an absolute poo face, yeah. and making the other guy on his team like just have a horrible time. And you're sitting there like, wow, I really feel bad for that guy. We're just smashing them, and like that guy just hates life in Rocket League right now. Because the other guy is now using the you have to forfeit to hold him hostage in the game, mm-hmm. which is forcing him to take the ban, even though that guy has done literally nothing wrong. It, it sucks because now the good people are also getting punished. But at the same token, I agree because now we just don't have insta levers, which is pretty awesome. Not nearly as much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be a neutral or, or whatever change, but I, I think it turned out for better. And also, yeah. anytime I can make fun of people complaining about the fact that they can dunk on kids and all those changes yeah that's good totally um the the, the time i found out the freestylers are entitled pieces of anyway. <laughs> uh, just a vast majority of the lackluster ones who generally sit between diamond and champ or plat you know what fair point, fair point. Right. get good you have mechs thing. but do you have right. games to rotations absolutely <laughs> not <laughs> All right, Wabs. Uh, I think we'll finish it off here with you. Maybe give us one one thing okay. that we do here. Together, we've we've come up with three things. So there you go. Mine is 
the exact same thing, kind of two of them. One of them is the washed out stadium. I think that it honestly could have been done well with the most recent um, update or not update, but the most recent rocket pass. I genuinely think that it could have been a good idea had they, you know, put a lot more into it um, where it's just a more muted Neo Tokyo or not Neo Tokyo. Cause that's the whole point of it. Something else. I don't know. It could have been done. I think that it, it had the possibility of being a good idea if it was, you know, actually done um, on that exact same note. Uh, currently and the antenna, the, the monster antenna, great idea failed right now. I think that it has possibility. And I think that there there's been something else that wasn't awful. Um, but I'm not entirely sure. So that's my one and a half. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right. I think with that, we're going to close up today's show. Thank you all for uh, listening. Thank you very much, very much, Cursor. Thank you much, very much, Wabs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Shout outs to all our patrons who got that awesome Tim and uh, Kyle show, which um, talked about the morality of mankind uh, mm-hmm. or something like that. Morality and um, morals, kind of. <laughs> Ah, uh, there was an alliteration. <laughs> I was trying to find the alliteration. <laughs> uh, but there you go. Actually, no. This, anyway. Uh, special shout-outs to our local tier patrons of Awesomeness, Steve the Bass, Paint, Old Moose Clorox, Raz, and Space Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope, uh, yeah, if you want to support us, you can you can do those so financially through the Patreon. You can also do that by telling other people our show. If you enjoyed it, let us know. Uh, tweet us on Twitter. Um and uh get mad at us on twitter because i you know i'm waiting for it i'm waiting for some, some <laughs> mad mad rants about us that's uh it's been a while you know i need i need some some uh, salt salt in the wound to uh mm-hmm. get myself uh you know motivated mm. uh, so there you go uh anyway from, oh i need to do homework uh homework for the week is as follows don't think about the thing just do it all right. If you have to accomplish something, if there's something, some task you have to do, instead of just pondering, oh, maybe I'll do it later, maybe not, just do it. Okay. Nice. Nike. I like it. Um, and with that, I hope all of you had a good one for myself, from Wabs, and uh, from Cursor, and from the ASAP Weekly Network as a whole. We'll see you all next time. Peace. Bye. Later. Bye.